Welcome to the Fit and Fulfilled Podcast. My name is Kushbu and I am your host. I am a nutritionist, life coach, and founder of the wellness consulting business, K-Way. On this podcast, we chat all things physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health to ensure you thrive from the inside out in order to create a more joyous and fulfilling life. Grab a cup of coffee, bottle of kombucha, or a glass of wine, and let's chat. Guys, welcome back to another episode of the Fit and Fulfilled podcast. So fun fact, whenever I sit down to record my podcast episodes, I always reflect back on conversations I've engaged in and questions I've answered recently. More often than not, I find myself receiving similar questions, which makes me think that it's probably a topic relevant to a lot of people and probably a topic we need to address in depth on the podcast. So firstly, if you've sent over a question, thank you for being an indirect source of inspiration to this podcast. And if you haven't, feel free to reach out on Instagram. Just DM me at kushboo.kway. You can check out the show notes for spelling. And in honor of that and the various conversations I've been engaging in lately, I wanted to dive into an area of nutrition today, particularly around fat loss. The whole premise of the Fit and Fulfilled podcast is to provide you with the tools and practical tips in order for you to thrive from the inside out. Ultimately, that means reclaiming control of your diet, mindset, lifestyle, in order to make sure that you are cultivating abundant energy at every opportunity. Because ultimately, our outer reality merely mirrors how we feel internally. And so by taking the time to elevate our energy is only going to enhance our quality of life. And um, hello, sign me up for that. There are various ways in which we can raise our energy. And an obvious one is through the food on our plate. Our diet is our body's primary source of fuel. And so by optimizing the balance of nutrients we are consuming and ensuring we are eating well, we naturally give our body a boost of energy. A common issue I've been noticing particularly with some of the new clients I've been working with, is not eating enough when trying to lose weight. Yeah, you heard that right. Not eating enough. So before I sign on any new client, I like to get on a call and just understand where he or she is at in terms of their wellness journey. And you'll notice I mentioned he. A lot of people have this idea that I only work with female clients. So if you are a man and would like to know more about my programs, I do coach quite a few men as well. But anyways, I digress. And so like I was saying, I get on a discovery call before I sign on any new client. It, the reason why I do so is because it gives me a better understanding about what they've done till date, insight into their goals, and also allows me to establish whether we would be a good fit to work together. Ultimately, coaching is a very intimate setup and both parties have to be on the same page if we're going to be able to create the kind of outcomes we want. And it honestly breaks my heart when I hear how little some people have been eating without any results to show for it. And it's so frustrating. In these moments, it's so easy to question whether you will ever lose weight and achieve your goals. But here's the thing. It's a very small percentage of people who have a health condition that prevents them from losing weight. A very, very small percentage. So often we chalk it up and say, oh, you know what? It's because my metabolism is shot or it's because I have a health issue. That's why I'm not able to lose weight. But even if you have some kind of hormonal imbalance, which makes fat loss harder, it doesn't mean that you cannot lose the weight. The lack of progress is more linked to what you're eating and how much. 
And the solution is to eat in a way that allows your body to let go of excess fat efficiently. And this is exactly why we need to let go of the idea that there is a perfect diet. There is no one-size-fits-all cookie-cutter diet when it comes to our food because each of our bodies have different requirements. So let's not beat around the bush. Fat loss boils down to eating at a caloric deficit. In other words, eating less calories than you're burning off. However, there is a line in terms of how much less you need to be eating. Between the constant messaging we are being fed, no pun intended, (laughs) being influenced by those around us or having worked with certain coaches in the past who are merely interested in short-term results, it's easy to reach the point of eating at the bare minimum. If you've ever wanted to lose weight, you can probably identify with feeling desperate at some stage. You'll do anything just to get the weight off and get it off as soon as possible. And you hold on to the promise that it's just to kickstart the weight loss and eventually you're going to slowly reintroduce more food back in. I can hear you. I can see you, girl. I know you've been there, done that at some stage. And so when it comes to cutting out food, that could mean reducing your carbs completely or only eating vegetables for meals, fasting to unhealthy degrees, and or living off shakes. Initially, the weight comes off, but then soon the magic stops. You're barely consuming much, yet the scales just aren't moving, and it's frustrating as beep. (laughs) Yep, been there, done that, and I got the t-shirt. And although it sounds counterintuitive, The only thing that can help at this point is to eat more. And I know the idea of that alone sounds ridiculous and almost daunting. But here's the thing. Your metabolism is short and something has got to give. Our bodies are always communicating to us and it's our job to listen and respond as necessary. Even though you are undoubtedly eating at a caloric deficit and technically should be losing weight, you're not. Keep in mind that our bodies are incredibly intelligent and one of their key functions is to maintain a healthy weight balance. If you did biology in school, you'll know that weight management is a function of homeostasis. Our bodies are designed to maintain a healthy weight. When your body is not following through and losing the excess weight, it means something is amiss and you can either continue eating the bare minimum and see the same results or do something different to rev up the weight loss process again. I don't know about you, but I know which option sounds better to me. Um, Obviously, revving up the weight loss process. So while eating a caloric deficit remains the foundation of fat loss, it's also incredibly one-dimensional to only consider that when losing weight. Our bodies are more dynamic than we give them credit for. Also, bear in mind that when I talk about losing weight, I'm not just talking about getting off 10 kilos as quickly as possible. I'm talking about losing 10 kilos or however however much else you want to get off and actually keeping it off. Sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but weight loss is the easy bit. Keeping it off is where the real challenge comes. So going back to what I was saying is that if our caloric deficit becomes too large, it starts to work against us. And like I said, food is our body's primary source of fuel. So in order for it to do its job, it needs to receive adequate nutrients and energy in the form of calories. When it's starved of nutrition, various functions such as fat loss and digestion get placed on the back burner. We often think of stress in the form of mental stress, for example, from work or our relationships, but there are various sources of stress in our life. 
one of which is under eating. Sure, the occasional day of eating poorly or inadequately won't make a massive difference, but Houston, we have a problem. When under eating, either in terms of calories and or nutrition, it becomes the norm. As a response to not being fueled adequately, our bodies release excessive amounts of the stress hormone cortisol and goes into fight, freeze, or flight mode. At this point, the last thing it cares about is losing weight. Instead, your body is only concerned about your survival and keeping you alive. In fact, as a further defense mechanism, rather than burn off what you, the food you consumed, out of fear, it holds onto the fat stores for future use. Along with storing fat, particularly around your abdominal area, your body also starts to burn muscle mass instead of fat stores for energy. So that lean and defined physique you're working towards it's only getting further away. Oh, and if you're also over-exercising in the midst of not eating enough, oh boy, your body is placed under even more stress. Your cortisol levels are going crazy and inflammation is building up inside of you. And in addition to staying the same weight and slowing down your metabolism, not eating enough can eventually lead to irregular menstruation, low energy levels, and physical burnout, a slow metabolism, increase risk of disease. Since if you're not eating enough calories, chances are you aren't consuming adequate amounts of vit the vitamins and minerals your body requires to thrive. It can also lead to erratic moods, diffic difficulty to focus, unregulated internal body temperature. So for example, constantly feeling cold. And also it can, you know, not eating enough will inevitably lead to an unhealthy relationship with food. I mean, this is a topic for another day, but the more we try to pursue this whole how low can I go attitude with our calories and cut, cut out food groups, eventually we create so much stress and fear around food. And you're also likely setting yourself up for a binge in the long run as a way to meet your body's desperate need for fuel. Like I mentioned earlier, not eating enough will undoubtedly create inflammation within your body because of the stress. And especially after you've tried everything and you feel like your body will never lose weight, I understand it's scary to go against everything you've been told about weight loss and actually eat a bit more. But as you fuel your body properly and hopefully give it the adequate rest it requires, you naturally assure it that fuel is not a problem and there is no shortage of energy. It responds by thinking, ah, amazing, we have nothing to worry about. We can let go of this fat because more fuel is coming our way. And in the process, you also speed up your metabolism, which means maintenance is all the more easier. Like I mentioned to you earlier on in this podcast episode, weight loss is the easy bit. Keeping it off is where the real challenge comes. So whatever you're doing during your weight loss journey, you want to make sure you're setting yourself up for a successful maintenance phase. And as you're listening to this, you might be thinking to yourself, okay, this is great, but I just don't feel hungry to eat more. Here's the thing. The physical sensation of hunger and your stomach grumbling is only one of the many ways in which your body tells you it needs more energy. In fact, rarely feeling hungry is just a sign that your hunger hormones, ghrelin and leptin, aren't working optimally. We tend to fear hunger and have been conditioned to almost feel relieved when we don't feel hungry. In fact, we go out of our way to unhealthily blunt hunger by reaching for excessive amounts of coffee and aerated diet drinks. But think of the kinds of people who don't experience hunger, people who are physically sick, 
depressed, or emotionally heartbroken. When you are healthy and thriving, you naturally do feel hungry at regular intervals, and that's a sign of a revved up metabolism. Your body is officially burning off what you're eating, and your hormonal responses are working the way they're meant to. As a result, your body requires more fuel. Whew, gosh, I feel like I've just thrown out so much your way. And I mean, this podcast might be longer than my earlier ones. But to sum it up, fat loss is so much more than just merely eating less calories than you're burning off, especially if you are someone who's attempted to lose weight multiple times in the past. Chances are you need to go inwards and examine your relationship with food and make sure that you are eating in a way which allows your body to let go of the excess weight. That means finding the right balance of nutrients. Make sure you're eating adequate nutrition to optimize your blood sugar levels and hormonal health while also maintaining a moderate caloric deficit that can help you lose weight, keep it off, and more importantly, allow you to feel good in the process of losing weight. Because trust me, if you feel like crap while you're losing weight, don't expect to magically feel amazing when you see a certain number on the scales. We are here to thrive, not just merely survive. Quick fixes are great, but if anything, I hope you can start to realize the long-term repercussions they bring. The weight loss magic stalls, and trust me, it will stall after a certain point. Your metabolism goes for a toss, and it's just a matter of time till something has to give. And really ask yourself, is it worth it? Is me fitting into my jeans for the summer worth the long-term damage I'm creating to my body? And the more you learn to work with your body by giving it what it needs, the more it's going to show up for you because ultimately you both are on the same team. And if you can relate to the frustration of barely eating yet still not losing weight, I would highly suggest getting a coach. I mean, you can reach out to me or find someone else you resonate with. But the point is, life is too short to be surviving on the bare minimum with no results to show for it. Especially now with this pandemic, we need to hold on to every source of joy presented to us. And if you ask me, food is one of life's greatest sources of joy. And when you learn how to work with your body and eat in a way that allows you to thrive from the inside out, life becomes a whole lot more joyful. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fulfilled podcast. If you have an extra minute, I'd so appreciate if you could head over to iTunes and leave this podcast a five-star review. In doing so, it helps other people receive this message so they can also go to the next level in their wellness journey. I'd love to connect with you. So please let me know what your biggest takeaways are in this episode and tag me on Instagram at kushku.kway in your social media post or DM me to help me serve you better and create more content that you can resonate with. I'll see you next week, but in the meanwhile, I'm sending you so much love and goodbye.